Okay, story time, y'all. When I first started really wanting to learn about website copy and the art of marketing online and, and just all the intricacies that go along with that, I SEO was not even a thought in my brain. Probably the first thing that I was like really, really piqued my interest about website copywriting was Donald Miller's book called Building a Story Brand. And if you've been around here for a little while, you realize that I've literally had a marketing brain since I was born. Like I have memories as a small child, like pretending to sell things and market things. Like it's just how my brain works. But my very first like mm, inclination to do website copy was probably spurred by Donald Miller's book, Building a Story Brand, which phenomenal read, highly recommend. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know a thing about web, about SEO. And then the more I got into it and the more I started writing for clients and the more I started learning about website copywriting, I realized, oh snap, SEO really matters. <laughs> and I, it's, it's kind of easy to get like on one side or the other and think that you need to write such SEO friendly copy or S do like everything SEO that you end up sounding like a robot. And if you've ever done just a Google search for something random and clicked on a website that pops up in the, within the top 10 that you're like, ew, sleaze, like so would never buy anything from this website, but they popped up. It's probably because they're doing something right with their SEO. Now, they probably, the website probably sounded like a robot if your experience is anything like mine or, and both, it sounded super like just sleazebag salesy or all about them. Like you just didn't like the way that it sounded. So in today's episode, I'm going to teach you a little bit about the difference between SEO friendly copy and customer focused copy, why you need both. And then I'm going to give you some super, super practical tips and ways that you can have and write your own SEO friendly copy without sounding like a robot. Okay. Now get the pen and paper. Cause you're going to want to take notes for this one. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Dreams. I am Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, business growth coach, content strategist, barrel racer, worship leader, wrangler of tiny humans, and champion of your God-given dreams. If you are finally ready to feel confident pursuing your God-given dreams, know Jesus more, and learn how to market and actually grow your business without losing your mind, then tell the dog to quit barking, grab a notepad and that third cup of coffee, and listen in for some shoot you straight, visionary, and practical tips to get you the breakthrough you've been looking for. Okay, so before I jump in, I just have to tell you this because it's hilarious. So my kids are out. My husband's watching them and cooking dinner. I know I'm the, literally the luckiest woman in the entire universe, but my son is like singing at the top of his lungs and he's just the most precious thing in the whole wide world, but he is loud. And so I was like, all right, they're happy. 
So what do I do to like help the sound issue because I'm recording, right? So I literally piled pillows and moved my laundry baskets like in front of my door to help block the sound. So if you hear a little two-year-old singing like a hillbilly in the shower, like pay no mind. He's a happy little two-year-old. <laughs> But you know what? The beautiful thing about online marketing and marketing your business online using the strategies that I teach is life doesn't have to be perfect. Your whole world doesn't have to be Instagrammable and it still works because you can work smarter, not harder. And the children can sing like, you know, hillbillies in the shower at the top of their lungs and life is great. (laughs) Anyway, promise. Okay. We're going to jump into it. So the thing that I want to talk about right now is SEO. I'm going to remind you what SEO is and why it really matters. So SEO stands for search engine optimization so that, and it's how it's involves all of the things on your website, social media, lots and lots and lots of factors that matter so that you and your website show up in the top, hopefully the top 10, when somebody searches for the goods or services that you offer. Now, remember the reason SEO matters is because if people cannot find you, then they cannot pay you. And if they cannot pay you, your business cannot grow or even be sustained where it's at, right? And SEO copy. So search engine optimization type copy focuses on putting the right words in the right places, the words that people are actually searching for in the right places. Okay. And there are, there's really two different approaches to copy that I want to talk about today. And one of them is the, the we're going to talk about first is the more SEO focused copy that I'll be honest, if that's all you're doing, if that's all your focus is, it's kind of going to sound like a robot because you're just using like analytics and keywords. You're not thinking about the actual person sitting on the other side of the screen, reading your message. And if you just look at SEO stuff and you just look at keyword stuff, sometimes people whose brain only goes to SEO stuff, it, it ends up sounding like a robot because you just have like random strings of words that are apparently pleasing to the Google gnomes, but they're really annoying as a human right? And when I first, the first thing that really piqued my interest and got my brain working on this SEO robot sounding copy was, I'll be honest, I don't remember the exact search term, but I'm pretty sure I was searching like copywriters or top copywriters because I was trying to really build my brand, build my copywriting business. And so I was looking at like, who's coming up for the top of copywriters. Okay. And one of my favorites that I've learned so much from is Ashlyn Carter, love her. But some of the other people that popped up and I I honestly don't remember their names. So please don't ask because I don't remember. But some of the other sites that popped up was like, they were these websites that were just like, like they just felt, they felt sleazy. They felt cheap. They felt not like what I wanted my brand to feel like. They didn't feel like they were focused on a customer. They didn't feel like they were I don't know. They just didn't feel, they felt kind of robot-y or like, just like really awkward. And so many businesses, let me just throw this in there. So many businesses make the mistake of their website copy being about them instead of about their customer. That's a whole nother thing. That is a whole thing that I will teach extensively on, have taught extensively on if you read my blog. But I was kind of caught in this 
middle space of like, okay, do I write SEO focused copy to please the Google gnomes? Because clearly these people have something figured out on that end. They ain't at the top because their site's cute and they ain't at the top because they're writing customer centric copy. And then I started to figure out a way to blend SEO friendly copy and customer focused copy. Now, so you have a good working definition of what I mean when I say customer focused copy or customer center copy. I want you to know that I truly believe that everything, every piece of copy on your website, copy equals the words designed to sell on your website, which is usually like your homepage and your about page and every piece of content, which is like your blogs, your podcasts and your email content for most purposes, we'll just use the word copy. Most of the times they can, those words can be used interchangeably, but just so you know, when I say customer centric copy or customer focused copy, I want you to know that I truly believe that every word on your website should be with your customer in mind and your customer should be the hero of the story, not you. Now, again, Donald Miller's book, building a story brand goes into detail on this extensively. And honestly, I truly believe that it lines up with the heart of the gospel, right? Like Jesus came to seek and to save those that are lost and he came for us. And I mean, as business owners, we should be in business for our customers to serve our customers, not so that we can make ourselves look amazing, bedazing. So I love, I love that philosophy of having customer centric copy. Um, and honestly, like there's some customer centric copy that just sounds so awesome. Like it makes your customers feel like amazing bucks. It establishes trust. It establishes you as the expert, as the guide, but still positions them as a hero. Like it is so, so, so good. But this is a big, but if the SEO is not on point, then people aren't going to find you organically. And Yes, you may be driving traffic to your website through social media and through your Pinterest and your podcast and all those other things, but ultimately we want people to find us organically as well, right? So you need, you as a business owner, you need both SEO friendly copy, that's customer centric, that doesn't sound like a robot <laughs> and it takes some skill and it takes some finesse and it takes these things that I'm going to teach you. Okay. Okay. But know that it's not crazy overwhelming. It's not something that you like have to have to hire a copywriter for like right now. If you're like faith, sign me up. I'm done. I don't even care. I don't want to even do this myself. Then great. Reach out. Um, I have very limited spots available for website copywriting. And if you're like faith, I don't need the whole package. I just need a little bit of help. Then get your name on the list for a strategic marketing breakthrough call, because I will help you figure out the exact keywords that you need to be going for and show you some places that they actually need to go on your website and then help you plan out a keyword rich content strategy so that your content is actually driving the traffic that you want to drive to your website. Okay. Okay. But remember you do need both SEO friendly copy that's customer centric and doesn't sound like a robot because who wants to sound like a robot and who wants to do business with somebody that sounds like a robot, not me. So here are the tips to make this possible for your website. First off, you need to do some really, really, really thorough keyword research. When I say keywords, I'm talking about the words that people are putting into Google or DuckDuckGo or 
Yahoo or whatever other search engines are, they are. Those are the words that people are actually typing in the search engines to find solutions to their problems that hopefully connects them to you, okay? Because sometimes the words that we think people are using are not the words that they're actually using, okay? Because depend, so I'm gonna use this as an example, okay? Depending on where your ideal client is at in their journey, they're gonna be using different words. So let's say that I had a business and I'm wanting to help somebody plan out their Instagram. Well, they're thinking Instagram growth. They're not necessarily thinking about repurposing content, website copy, website optimization. So I need to use words about surrounding social media growth, Instagram planning, social media strategy, Instagram strategy, Instagram biohacks. Like those are the kind of words that I would need to use for Instagram versus somebody further down the line in their business and in their online business journey, they're searching things like website optimization, keywords, search engine optimization, how to integrate keywords into my website, how to spend less time creating content, like those kind of things, okay? And like somebody who is wanting to learn photography from an iPhone is not looking up, you know, aperture settings for a DSLR camera. Like you need to know your audience and then you need to figure out what words they're actually using to search for answers to their questions. Now, a phenomenal tool for this is called is Ubersuggest. There is a free version of Ubersuggest and they let you do three searches a day, I believe it is. And if you're just super diligent and you have your poop in a group way better than I do, then you could probably get by with the free version. Honestly, you could. Um, but I know, and for what I do, like I need the paid version. And so I actually bought Uber suggest about a year, year and a half ago, something like that. And it's like 250, 300 bucks. And you get to do, there actually might be a search limit. It might be a hundred searches a day because I think one of my clients maxed it out. <laughs> but for most people, a hundred searches a day, plenty good. And Uber suggest is a really cool tool because it will break down like the searches per month around that keyword. And you can, it'll actually give you suggestions for alternate keywords. And then you can compare keywords. Like it's a phenomenal, phenomenal tool. If you're really, really wanting to optimize your website and even optimize your overall content strategy, I would highly suggest Uber suggest <laughs> because for one thing, it's not a terribly expensive tool it's a one-time fee. It's not like a monthly fee, like some of them. And it's much, it's much easier to use. I have tried to use SEMrush. Um, and it's something that I'm going to spend more time learning. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna learn how to use it, but it is, it's much harder to, it is much harder to use an Uber suggest, um, probably a better tool, but it's much harder to use. So, you know, the barrier to entry there, not so whoopee. Another thing that you can do is you can download some plugins that are free. So um, Uber Suggest has a free plugin that I think works better on Chrome than Safari. And there's another tool called Keywords Everywhere that it, it works-ish, not my favorite, but it'll still give you some idea of keywords. Um, Moz's Keyword Explorer is also a good one. And then if you are real, real interested in finding out what keywords other businesses are using. There's a really cool one called open SEO stats is what I think it's called. I mean, that's what it shows up when I click on the 
the icon on my browser, so surely that's it. Um, there's it's called Open SEO Stats, and it'll show you. It used to be called PageRank Status. That's that's why my brain didn't register that. But what you do is you go to any website and you click that and it'll show you some of the behind the scenes SEO stuff for that website. So you can kind of take a peek behind the scenes and see what keywords other websites are including in their, their copy. Again, keyword research is a whole thing. One of the other little tricks that I like to use is to just go to Google. Now it does have to be Google. I don't usually use Google for most of my searches, but for this purpose, it does need to be Google. You go to Google and you type in whatever you're searching and it will show you the keyword volume. Unless you have your settings where it'll show you the volume of those searches. And you can just kind of compare like, oh, okay, people are searching this more than they're searching this. People are phrasing it like this more than they're phrasing it like this. Now, I'll be honest, when I first started thinking keyword thoughts, I was like, oh, bigger is better. Not always the case. Because just because something has 8 billion searches doesn't mean that you have a chance at ranking for that. Maybe you need to pare down a little bit, which is where a keyword, which is where a keyword strategy session, strategic marketing breakthrough session with me would come in handy. But if you're like, Faith, I just can't even do that right now. Start to create yourself a keyword list, a long tail keyword list, which is just basically more than one word. It's a keyword phrase it's a fancy word for a keyword phrase, start to create yourself a keyword spreadsheet. Okay. So, because you need to know what keywords you're trying to integrate into your copy. Okay. Now, the second thing that I need you to do is I need you to really work at sounding like yourself. And for some people, this is easier than others, but I need you to get really comfortable with yourself and your voice. And if your brand is not based around you specifically, then this is going to take a little bit more work maybe about to establish like a brand voice and you know, okay, these are the kinds of words that we want to use. This is how we want to sound. We want to sound uber professional or we want to sound uber relaxed or we want to sound somewhere in the middle. And this is going to be, this is going to take into account some customer research, right? Like if you're, if your customers are surfer, dude, you don't need to be using 15 syllable words, right? versus if you're trying to reach somebody in the medical profession, you should probably sound a little bit more professional, right? You need to work at sounding like yourself and establishing a brand voice. For different people, it just kind of depends on you and your personality, how hard this is. Sometimes this literally looks like making a list of words that you always say and words that you never say. So for me, this is actually a pretty easy thing because I like to write and I'm a, and I process well verbally and I'm an eight. So I'm just myself. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. But, um, when I've been doing stuff for clients and trying to establish a client voice for copywriting clients or content clients, you just pay attention to how, how you talk. Even if you have to voice record yourself talking and then listen back and you say, Oh, I do phrase my sentences like this, or, Oh, I do use this word a lot, not in a, it's self-deprecating way, but in a, okay, this is how I talk. It's okay. If this comes across in my writing, it's okay. If this comes across on my website, it's okay. If this comes across in my copy and my content. And I've even gone so far as to make a list of words that I never, ever, ever say, because I don't, if I ever get to the place that somebody's writing for me, I want them to know, like, I don't say that word. Don't write that word. Right. So you might list, make a list of words that you say a lot. You might make a list of phrases that you use a lot. You might make a list of words that you never, ever, ever say. Okay. And that's okay. The point is I want you to get really comfortable sounding like yourself. 
okay? And the next thing I wanna talk about, a third tip to write SEO-friendly copy without sounding like a robot, I'm gonna walk you through some SEO behind the scenes hacks, okay? Now, the first behind the scene SEO hack that's gonna help you write SEO-friendly copy without sounding like a robot is, I really want you to switch your website to show it. <laughs> no, I know that's not possible for everybody or a WordPress hosted site, but show it's just easier for, you know, non-WordPress nerds. And I've used Squarespace and Squarespace is super, super beginner friendly. I get that. But one of the main reasons I love show it is because you can choose where on the page your H1 title text is. Why does this matter? Why does this matter, Faith? And what is that? So with Google, with analytics, not everything on your website carries equal weight as it should, right? Like the little teeny tiny disclaimer words that are super, super tiny at the bottom of your page that are italicized shouldn't carry the same weight for indexing your site as your main big point of your website of your website does, right? So Google has to have a way to categorize, okay, this thing is more important than this so that they can put you where they need to put you, right? Like if you're selling purses, you don't want to, you don't want to be popping at the top of the search for mousetraps, right? Like it's a good thing to be indexed where you should be, but you just need to be smart about it. So your H1 title text is the most important text on each page. You only get one block of H1 title text per page. So you need to make a count. And on Squarespace, and I, I'll be honest, the only website um, platforms that I've used to build anything are Squarespace and show it. And I built something for five minutes on GoDaddy and hated it with all my guts and livers. So I know show it and I know Squarespace and I know a little bit ish about WordPress. And I think some of these hacks were, will work with WordPress hosted sites, but don't quote me because I've never done it and I just don't even want to. So there's that. But your H1 title text, you only get one block of H1 text or title text as some websites, website builders call it. You only get one per page. And this is your most important text. So it needs to be your most SEO friendly text. Now on Squarespace, this text has to be the top text at the top of the page because they assume that the first thing your customer's eyeballs land on on the top of the page above the full text should be the most important. Well, yes and no, but I love this workaround, this hack with that I've figured out with Show It, is you can take your H1 title text and you can choose that to be whichever block of text you want. So you can take like a bulleted list, write this down. You can take a bulleted list of your most SEO friendly, search engine optimized, big hitter keywords and put it in a bulleted list where it makes sense. Don't just keyword dump where it makes sense in the flow of your page. You can put that further down your page. It doesn't have to be. And then with show it, you can customize the size, but still call it H1 title text. Boom, boom, y'all. That is like, you don't even realize what a gangbuster tip that is. It's, it's so, so awesome. And that's a huge, huge hack for writing SEO friendly copy that doesn't sound like a robot. So please do that. Please just do that right now. And you can thank me later. Okay. The next behind the scene hack that I want you to do is I want your page titles to be SEO friendly, not just so when you go on your website and you look across the top of your page and it's like home about, 
you know, products, those don't have to be the titles. Those can be the words that people click on that can stay the same. That's awesome. But the page title, when you go, when you dig deeper into your SEO settings, you can change the page title to be something that is keyword friendly. It still needs to make sense. Don't just keyword dump. It needs to sound like a human, not a robot. Don't just pull all of the big keywords you can think of and dump them in there. No, because when somebody clicks on your website, let's say they click on um, Stephanie Gass, it's going to show Stephanie Gass, podcasting creator, podcasting coach, podcasting something that we've strategically put in there in the key in the page title. I know this because I just went through this with Steph as a client. Okay. And then your meta description. So this is the third way to integrate SEO hacks behind the scenes. The third thing that you can do is you can have meta descriptions that include keywords for each page. Now, if you don't do this, Google will automatically generate a meta description for each page on your website based on the content on your website, which if you're just getting started is fine. But if you're ready to really optimize your website and start ranking and start moving on up the list and start getting the right traffic and more of the right traffic, you need to write your meta descriptions for each individual page because you can craft sentences that are keyword rich, but still authentic and going to start, they're going to be getting you the traffic that you want to get. Now they need to be authentic. The meta descriptions need to be authentic to the content of the page, obviously, but I am a big fan of using meta descriptions with keyword rich wording to help you rank. Okay. 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 Now the last thing I want to talk about with helping you write SEO friendly copy that doesn't sound like a robot is this. Remember that you're talking to a person, a real person with emotions and thoughts and feelings. And yes, Google indexing or search engine optimization, like it is important because if people can't find you, they can't pay you but ultimately you're in business to help people with what you're great at. So do it and tell them clearly that you can like be straight, but also talk to your customer, how you would appreciate being talked to. And yes, sometimes you might have to swap out little words, like and little phrases for how you might say it for how people are searching for it. But ultimately remember that you're serving people. So approach everything you write from a service mentality and realize that, you know, you, optimizing your website is going to help you serve more people. It's going to help you reach more people. It's going to help you grow your audience so that you can help more people with what you're good at. Okay. That's all I have for you for today. I am excited for you to take these tips, learn these things about SEO, learn these back end SEO hacks, implement them in your website and really start to see your website copy come alive. Again, if you're like, Faith, I can't even like just do it for me then shoot me an email at faith at faithhannon.com and we'll talk about a website copywriting package. Again, those are very limited. And if you're like, "Mm, I think I can do this slash I don't have the budget for a full on website copywriting package. I just need some help. Then book your strategic marketing breakthrough call like tomorrow because they are very limited. I don't have a heap of time without children knocking at my door. So you need to get one of those. If you're even remotely thinking about it, shoot me an email and we'll chat about whether it's a good fit for you or not, because it's not a good fit for everybody. And I'll tell you, I'll shoot you straight. So I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Be blessed and go out and do the things that God has 
gifted and called you to do. Serve the people, be a blessing, and take these tips to help optimize your website, write SEO-friendly copy without sounding like a robot. Thank you so much for listening in today. It means the world that you tuned in. Hopefully this episode inspired you, challenged you, and left you feeling like you really can do the thing that God has called you to do, even if you need a nap first. If it did, can I ask you a couple favors? Would you please subscribe so you don't miss a thing? Share this episode with a friend and take 30 seconds and go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it bless my socks off to know that this is helping you, but it will help spread this message to more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs. Connect with me over on Instagram at Faith Hannon and find out about all the things, courses, coaching, and copywriting at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.